It's a rough one today, boys and girls. The internet is out. Things are going insane. I am behind. I was on a call with some uh, friends of mine. And uh, so sorry for the delay, but welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Ask a Wizard. I will be uh, trying to get the sound back on once the internet kicks on. However, if we are uh, experiencing some lag on this stream today, the internet is acting a little bit silly today. So uh, that is what's up. If you want to get a three-card reading, that's right, a three-card reading, it's pretty simple. All you got to do is share this stream. When you share this stream, you help me out a lot because you help me get some more eyeballs in here. And in exchange for helping me, I give you a three-card reading for free. What is a three-card reading? Well, it's quite simple. I've studied archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusion, and I've used this deck of cards to memorize that information. So, you bring your individual problem, and I say, have you considered your problem from this perspective? What about this perspective? How about this one? And that is how the three-card reading works. So, if you'd like to get one of those, make sure you share the stream. Welcome, legendary Claire has shared. Brenda, that means you get a three-card reading. One second, let me get the music going here. It would appear that we're not doing music today. All right. <laughs> Let me get the PayPal in. Do 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 do. PayPal.me forward slash ask a wizard. Let's get those emojis in here. The emojis are king. If if I don't get emojis, I don't get donations. It's a fact. Scientific fact right there. Mystic Owl in the house. Welcome, Mystic Owl. How's it going? Make sure you share. Share your next your name. We're gonna give it one more try. One more time. I'll be right back. Without music today, boys and girls. Sorry about that. <laughs> the internet is just not having it. All right, everybody. We've got the PayPal link in below section and pinned up at the top. Mystic Owl is in the house. Wise Owl in the house. And Brenda has shared. So Brenda is the first to get the free reading. The free reading. Do, 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 do. Let's write her down. Brenda. Brenda is going to be first. Um, however, however, if you'd like to get a reading like Brenda is going to receive, then I highly, highly recommend sharing this stream. When you share this stream, you get a three-card reading like Brenda is about to receive for free. However, before we get started, I just want to let you guys know we're going to be teaching you a lesson today. That's correct. Another practical piece of philosophy, advice, wisdom, or just pragmatic, useful information that you can apply to your own life. Today, if you struggle with disorganized notes at work, at home, I'm going to be teaching you a simple three-step system to organize your notes without having to learn anything crazy or complex, and you're not going to be spending hours filing things away. This is a really simple system that, when used effectively, it's going to improve your notepad note-taking skills instantly and it doesn't require any fancy software any apps it's just a pen and paper so we're going to be teaching you guys how to do that later on in the stream today with that all being said uh kimberly says we keep cutting out yeah the internet's being garbage it sucks let's see this might fix it that might have fixed it we're going to check one more time one more time Hey, internet's back. Welcome, everybody. I was on cell signal there for a while. <laughs> the internet's back. Uh, thank you for letting me know about that, Mr. Gal. All right. 
With that being said, guys, you have learned that you're going to be learning an amazing system for organizing your notes in the near future here. And now we're going to get started with Brenda's reading. Brenda, what would you like a reading regarding? Are you looking for a general reading or is there anything in particular you'd like insights regarding? Let me know in the comments below and we will get you a reading. Do, 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 Brenda, Brenda, what would you like to know? Tell me today. While we wait for Brenda, I'll, I'll turn up the music so you can actually hear it. <laughs> it was a rough start to today's stream, boys and girls. I am sorry. What an intense stream uh, way to start. My goodness, now it's just now it's just too loud, isn't it? What, what isn't it? Oh my gosh, this is rough. This is rough. Brenda has given me a what you would like her reading, so we'll get that started here. I apologize, everyone. Today is a rough start to the stream. I was a little bit delayed. I had a call and um, it kind of set me back a little bit, but we will get back on track. Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's get Brenda's reading going. Life and relationships. Here we go. If you want to get a reading like Brenda's about to receive and see me do poor shuffles like I just did, uh, you can get it by sharing the stream. When you do, you help me out a lot. You get more eyeballs in here. I really appreciate it because then I get to give more readings to more people. So if you want to get one of these three card readings, simply share the stream. It helps me out a ton. And make sure you like and follow as well. Let's get started. Do, 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 do. What? <laughs> what? What is this, Brenda? What is this? My goodness, you have a lot of good going on here. I'm liking this. This is happy times. Happy times, indeed. Um, I mean, I wouldn't... Okay, so let's just get to the details here. So looking into the past here, we got the Nine of Spades. So the Nine of Spades is about attainment of wisdom. So it's saying that in the past, you've been learning new information that you've gained that's been very valuable for you. It's, um, you learned kind of what you like, what you don't like in a relationship and uh, what you look for in a career and what you don't look for in a career. And so these were hard earned wisdom. You went through some tough stuff to get the wisdom you need to know what you like and what you don't like. And so that worked out pretty well for you because as we move into the present, we see the nine of diamonds. So the nine of diamonds is about attainment of the material. So this is um, regarding relationships, but or like a, a physical relationship, I should say. Um, it also is about finance, material. It's the material world. So what this is telling me here is that, hey, Susan, how's it going? Um, what this is telling me here is that you have gained the wisdom of what you don't want and you do want in regards to the material world. You know the job that you like and you know that the people you want to date on a physical level. So that's where we're at right now. Now, there's actually a whole bunch of other steps past this. So th that's one level, and that's one great level to have knowledge of, understanding of, but um, there's other levels. There's wisdom, there's the level of spirituality, there's the level of, um, why am I blanking on this, emotion? Um, so that's where we're looking into the future here. So what we're seeing here is a disruption in the material. So this is looking more, this could actually be near future present. That's what my intuition's telling me here. But what this is saying is that we were going through this path where we learned what we want and what we don't want. We lived that life, we attained it, and now that's kind of been disrupted. There's been a change that's caused disruption in this current process, and that's where we're at right now. So what does that mean? Well, we're learning a lesson here. 
what what's the lesson the lesson is the material needs to be grounded on the spiritual you can't just use the material as your grounding that's the the foolish mistake of an atheist atheists tend to try to ground their reality on the material uh it doesn't work it's not a philosophically valid position nietzsche Nietzsche disproved that. He showed why uh, it's a foolish assertion. So what you need is principles. You need philosophy. You need truth. You need, if you're a Christian, you need Christ. You need logos as your foundation. If you don't have truth, you don't have philosophy, you don't have core principles that don't change regardless of anything, um, they're your principles, the I will definitely nots and the I will definitely do's. Um, you know, what are you willing to die for? So that's your core foundation. That's the, the wands, the clovers, the clubs. That's where we need to set the foundation of. So what this is telling me is this disruption we're experiencing right now is actually just a small little tremor. This is a little warning and saying, hey, 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 let's make sure that we get some good solid foundation so that when this happens again, we've got something to fall back on. So that's really the core here. Um, that's the message that's coming out from this particular reading and the philosophers that I pulled out of my memory bank from these particular cards. Uh, is that sounding helpful for you, Brenda? I want to know if that's giving you the information you're looking for and giving you some insights. So let me know in the comments below if that was beneficial and gave you wisdom that you're looking for. Do, 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 do. And if you'd like to get a three-card reading like Brenda just received, all you have to do, all you have to do is share the stream. And when you share the stream, you help me out a lot by getting more eyeballs in here. That means I get to give more people readings, and that's super fun. But you also help me out by uh, getting me more eyeballs, but I get to give you a reading. And why do I get to give you a reading? Well, it's a paid reading. A three-card reading is a paid reading that I give you for free when you share the stream because it means a lot to me when you're able to help because I can't go out there and share my stream, but you guys sure can. So if that um, is something that you'd like to do, please go ahead and give me a share right now and let me know in the comments below that you've shared the stream and you will get a three-card reading for free. And how you doing, Susan? Welcome, welcome, Susan. How's it going? And Mr. Gowl. Mr. Gowl, am I still cutting out? Let me know. I think the internet is back up and running. I'm glad to hear that it's. Uh, it seems to be functioning pretty well. And uh, good to see. Later on in the stream today, guys, we're going to be doing a um, lecture that's going to be teaching you how to... Um, manage your notes. If you struggle with disorganized notes at work and home, today is the stream for you because I'm going to be showing you the exact same three-step system that I use to organize my notes and it doesn't require you to learn any fancy systems, some taxonomy, none of that nonsense. You don't have to spend hours filing things away. This is a really simple system that uses um, basically just a pen and a paper that's going to allow you to organize and declutter your desk at work and home. So I think you guys are going to have a lot of benefit from that. Uh, Mr. Gal says, no, you're good, Al. Thank you very much, Mr. Gal. Susan says, I'm great. And how are you? I'm doing really well. Would you like to, get, would either of you like to get a reading? Let me know. We've got a three card reading lined up for you. Let me know, let me know, and we'll get a reading going for you. But you weren't expecting that. 
<laughs> ah, it's always fun. It's always fun when the when the illusions pop out for fun. So, should just do that. Should have sec. I, I got to get a new setup. I'm working on it. Uh, I am working on it. I, I'm I'm planning. I'm planning ahead, boys and girls. I've been better. Yes, I would love a reading. Awesome. 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 Mystic Owl wants to get a reading, and she's feeling better. This is great to hear. Rhonda, welcome, Rhonda. How you doing? Rhonda, if you'd like to get a three-card reading, you should share this stream, because when you do, it helps me out a huge amount, because it gets more eyeballs in here, and I give you a paid reading for free when you do that. So if you want to help me out, I would really appreciate that. All right, let's get Mystic Owl's reading going. She said things are feeling better. So we're going to we're going to try we're going to try something special for Kimberly. Also known as Mystic Owl. Eat those hearts. No! The stream cut out. No. Bye internet. Oh. That's rough. Bye, internet. Sorry, guys. Oh, that's rough. We're back. We're back. I'm not feeling better. I have been better. Oh, it's not as good. Not as good. I'm sorry. I misread your comment. Mm, I'm sorry to hear that, Kimberly. Well, let's uh, let's try and fix that. Let's let's give you. Yeah, I know. The internet went out again. It sucks. Today's a bad day for the internet. It's not Facebook this time. Um, today it is just the internet. So let's let's get Kimberly's reading set up here. Thank you very much, Rhonda. Let me write you down here. Uh, what a day. What a day. Do, 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 do. We did Brenda's reading. We got Mystic Owl next. And then we got Rhonda. And Susan has returned. Welcome, Susan. Welcome. Would you like to get a reading, Susan? Let me know. Uh, awesome. Awesome. All right. Let's get started here. Mystic Owl. Sorry for the uh, crappy internet today, guys, but that is just the situation we're dealing with right now, unfortunately. And hey, look at that. It's back. It's just, just annoying. All right. Let's get this going. Do, 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 do. We could try that. Let's do it. Let's give it a shot. Let's give it a shot. Um, I'm going to put one card in the future here. And look at it. I'm going to try and figure it out. The other two cards. How's that sound? All right. Let's see what we can do. What can we intuit about the future? Because I've told you guys before, I don't predict the future. I've, I've told you that multiple times. I'm not a psychic. I don't communicate with angels or demons or any of that nonsense. That's just not what I do. I am a wizard. I use philosophy, archetypical stories, magic, and illusion to try and identify patterns of truth and then give that wisdom to you guys. Uh, it's kind of like following what the platonic model is. So what I'm going to try and do is demonstrate how I predict things, like knowing when the beer sniffles would occur, how long it would last, what people's responses would be. How am I able to do that if I can't predict the future? I'm going to show you kind of how it works in a, in a demonstration here. So we're looking at the past here, which is the Eight of Hearts. Uh, the Ace of Hearts, I should say, sorry. The Ace of Hearts says something new. This is about, um, 
I, I don't know what that is. It's just a bunch of code coming on my screen. Okay. Uh, the Ace of Hearts is about starting a new emotion, a new emotional journey, um, the birth of a new relationship or a new feelings. Now, what this tells me here is that this is in the past here. So uh, we're seeing the a new emotional experience for you that you may not have been through before. Now, taking that into the present, we see the Four of Diamonds. And the Four of Diamonds is about the stability of the material world. So this can be positive for some people, but this can also be a little bit, how would you say, it's a little bit stagnant, a little bit boring, a little bit... Um, routine. Uh, in the right system, this is fantastic. Um, this means a stable household, stable family and relationships. But when we see this new emotion coming about, it means that we're trying to experience new things. We're trying to get new experiences in our life. And we, we want that adventure again. And the stability is kind of, kind of getting a little annoying, a little gunky. So if this is the case, if this is the situation where we used to do a lot of cool new things and right now we kind of feel like we're stuck in a rut, we're not really going out and exploring and doing new things that we want to do, how can we fix this particular problem? Well, the solution would be to advance in your experiences of emotions, obviously. So you have the eight of hearts, ace of hearts, I should say. The ace of hearts is saying go do something new and what we're running into is the well i don't have time so what we need to do is find the things that we already are doing that we enjoy that are uh we're investing our time into and we need to make that the thing that we do differently so if you don't have time to go and do something new like you want to that's going to bring you the value Let's take something we already do and make it better. Let's improve it. Let's change it up. For example, if you have to cook dinner every day, why not change up the recipe? Let's try Mexican instead of Italian. It's a simple way that you can take something that you're doing now, takes the same amount of time, but you get that creative energy that you're really looking for. Now, the card that represents advancement of emotions, advancement in emotions would be the Eight of Hearts. We haven't turned this card over yet. We haven't looked at the card. Let's see how close we got. Eight of hearts right there for you. All right, and Mystic Owl, it looks like that was 100% correct. I'm glad to see that that worked out for you. Let me know, let me know in the comments below if that was insightful for you, if it gave you some of the information you're looking for. I hope that it did. And uh, let me know in the comments below. I hope that that gave you some insights. Do, 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 do. On to the next reading. On to the next reading today. Hey, Haley, how's it going? Hey, cool. How you doing, Haley? And legendary TJ in the chat. Welcome, TJ. How's it going, man? And let's see who we got next. A million, million, million. Rhonda. Legendary Rhonda. Are you here, Rhonda? Can you make a noise for me? Hey, Rhonda, thank you very much. I'm glad that you liked that. I don't do them often. I, I, I try to sprinkle them in here and there because if I take those kinds of risks every now and then, um, sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. I don't, but if I do them every time, then people 
are like, is he going to get it right this time? And then, and then I don't. And then they just feel sad and disappointed. But Mystic Owl is an owl here. So she comes regularly. She sees me do my regular readings a lot. So I feel like I can take a risk here or there. And then if it doesn't work, she'll be like, ah, that's all right. I still got the wisdom and you're helping me out. So I'm cool. <laughs> uh, these are the fun things that we do every now and then here at Ask a Wizard. All right, Rhonda, what would you like a reading regarding? Let me know. By the way, if you want to get a three-card reading in the second half of this stream, all you have to do is share this stream. When you share this stream, you get a three-card reading for free. That's a paid reading for free. Um, you can also help support this stream financially by going to paypal.me forward slash askawizard. That's pinned at the top here, where you can pay whatever you think a reading is worth, and I will give you a 10-card reading for that paid reading. So uh, let me know. Now, after we finish Rhonda's reading here, just a minute. It's the same three-card reading you can get for free by sharing the stream. I'm going to be teaching you guys a system for handling your notes. If you ever struggled with disorganized notes at work and home, I'm going to be showing you a very simple system that you can use to organize your notes without having to learn anything complicated. Go and spend hours filing things away. This really deceptively simple three-step system that is going to radically improve your note-taking skills instantaneously. So we're going to be covering how to do that after this reading right here with Rhonda. So if you have any friends who struggle with note-taking, uh, if you yourself struggle with it, tag your friends in here, share this out. Let's get this wisdom out to the world so that we can help people with that problem. And there's no cost, there's no uh, expenses, there's no sign-up forms, there is nothing to do other than learn some wisdom. So get your friends on in here. After Rhonda's reading, we're gonna be doing that right away. So let's get that reading going now. Rhonda says, that was awesome. You are great. Thank you very much, Rhonda. I appreciate that. She would like to know regarding health. Well, uh, Rhonda, I am not a doctor, so I can't really give you advice regarding health. However, what I can do is give you some stoic philosophy regarding um, methods of improving your overall well-being from a philosophical perspective, but when it comes to your actual health, you should always consult a doctor. Um, don't take diet advice from wizards or anyone on the internet for that matter. Uh, consult experts, uh, consult the people who have a vested financial interest in your success uh, when it comes to those things. So with that little caveat being said, let's take a look on some philosophical foundations for overall health and wellness. Do 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 do. Alrighty. Oh, interesting. I don't know what this has to do with health, but Rhonda, this is a... <laughs> okay, I mean, I know you want it to be about health, but this isn't about health. <laughs> I mean, it could be about health, but this is like a really um, archetypical lineup here. So we got the Queen of Spades and the King of Spades standing side by side with the Two of Hearts in the middle. The, this is the archetypical representation of the ideal father and the ideal mother, the husband and the wife coming together with the Two of Hearts in the middle being a choice regarding emotions. So um, just letting it, when you see this lineup coming up here, I just want to give other people some insight here. Basically what this is saying is the man and the woman coming together in using their, their, their strengths together to be able to think things through, be logical, put aside our emotions and say, 
what is the choice that we want to make that is best for our family and our love? So when you see this show up, typically what this is saying is we are going to be, we are in a good position, we are in a smart position, we are in a logical position, and we are going to come about a great idea that's going to massively improve our family and our love and our uh, community. So this is just a really powerful thing to show up. Now, this is that isn't necessarily related to health. However, I want to let the people know that because, um, again, this isn't a psychic reading. I've memorized uh, philosophical concepts here, and so they interplay, and I want to let people hear that as well. Uh, Kimberly, I'm a little confused. I've been on dating us, but they all want this. All right, we will we will get to that later uh, in a bit here, uh, Mr. Gal, and we'll talk about it for sure. Uh, my internet might go out again. Just heads up. Oh my god, maybe my parents. My parents have passed away. Hello, I'm new here. Awesome. Hey, how's it going? Welcome. Oh, hey. All right. OMG, my parents. Maybe my parents. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what this is exactly. Um, but from a health perspective, so the this that's the the archetypical level. So that's the, the, the higher plane level. Um, we're going to bring it down now and we're going to look into the health aspects here. So the symbolic representation of the queen of spades is about patience with your understanding. So seeing that in the past is saying right now we're really being patient um, and we're learning. We're not just rushing off into a crazy fad diet. We're not getting wrapped up in nonsense here. We're not just eating cabbage soup to try and lose 20 pounds, that kind of thing. We're instead being very methodical, patient, and we're taking information in and we're learning. Now, looking into the present, what we see is the two of hearts. Now, the two of hearts represents a choice regarding emotions. So what you may have been learned from doing that healthy research and figuring out a really healthy diet is what it comes down to is it's actually an emotional choice. That's the hard part. It's realizing that you can't just do a crash diet. And you also probably can't do the most healthy diet either. And that sounds counterintuitive. It's like, well, of course I can do the healthiest diet. Can you do the healthiest diet forever? And that's the emotional point. That's the emotional decision that's really difficult to make. Um, it's, is this a diet, not that I can do for a month, not that I can do for a year, but is this a commitment I'm willing to make for the rest of my life? And if it's not, then that's not the diet for you. So really the game here, and when we move into the future here, which is the king of spades, the knowledge we need to get is what is the healthiest diet that we can follow for the rest of our life, that we can commit to indefinitely? And those two factors have to be considered in uh, for that process. For example, myself, um, I followed the ketogenic diet for like two months. It's an extremely radical diet. It's a 70% fat, 5% carbohydrates, and then the rest is protein. Um, what is, I'm not doing math on the, I'm not doing math on the internet. I refuse. I know that the la the rest is protein though. Um, and I followed that for like two months and I realized, um, a diet where two tablespoons of balsamic vinegar would break the diet is not the diet that I'm going to be on. That's just not feasible. I'm not, 
I'm not that um, methodical with the, what I'm eating. I, there's no way I'm going to, I'm going to screw that up. There, at some point, there's going to be hot sauce with a little sugar in it or uh, seasoning that I didn't know from the restaurant that wasn't made properly or they put sugar in the uh, marinade, who knows, that's going to screw it up. So that's a very healthy diet if practiced perfectly. Um, but I can't do that. So instead, what I do now is the slow carb diet. It's uh, from a book called Four Hour Body. Um, and again, don't take diet advice from me because I'm fat. That's not a good place to get diet advice from, okay? Go to the person who was uh, the same weight you're at now and got to the goal weight you want to go and follow their diet. That's what I'm doing. Um, that's why I'm following slow carb diet. So again, don't take my advice for nutrition. Uh, take my advice on how to find advice for nutrition. That's what a wizard does. I guide you towards wisdom. I am not the wisdom, okay? Um, there's a few things I can give you wisdom on for myself, which is advertising, marketing, and magic. Those three things I can give you a lot of wisdom on. The other things, I will point you in the right direction. So... That being said, the slow carb diet is basically just meat, beans, vegetables, six days a week. One day a week, I get to eat whatever I want. And very simple, very straightforward. There isn't crazy calorie counting. It's just basic stuff. Here is what you can eat. Here is what you can't eat. Do it six days a week, one day a week, go crazy. And that works for me. It works very well. Um, you know, I can go and just, all right, let's make the omelets, throw some kimchi in the omelet, sweet, get some black beans going in there, throw some mushrooms. Hey, if I'm feeling crazy, I'll throw in sardines. Boom, done. And I just do that three times a day, six days a week, and that's how I do it. Uh, drink, oh, and it lets you have one to two glasses of red wine if you want to. Um, I usually do that whenever my carb craving, cravings go nuts um, after not eating carbs for a while, or a lot of carbs, I should say. They, late at night, you're just like, I, I need sugar, though. It would be really nice to have that. And you have wine, and then it goes away. So that, that's the diet in a nutshell. Um, the point being, I found the diet that would work based on what I could commit to. Not the most perfect diet. I followed the diet that is the best that I can do. And so that might be totally different for you. For some people, it may be, um, you know, it's a low glycemic index. Maybe it's calorie counting. Maybe it's, um, it's the Mediterranean diet. There, there's all different kinds of approaches, but it's about finding the one that you can follow for yourself that is the healthiest that you can commit to. Um, and then that can be a process in of itself. Once you've committed to it, maybe we try making it a little, little bit healthier, just a little bit healthier and get incrementally better over time. Um, so that's the information I have for you in regards to the diet. And I hope that gave you some insights, Rhonda. Let me know in the comments below if that was beneficial for you. And uh, I'm judging by the hearts that it was. So uh, let me know in the comments below if that helped you out. And I hope that it did. Oh boy, girl, boy. Wow, I almost said it backwards. Wait, what? I'm so confused right now. All right, boys and girls, we are getting started right now with the lecture. We are going to be teaching you guys a really practical skill. Uh, let me catch up with the comments here real quick just to make sure um, we didn't miss anything. But tag your friends, tag your uh, enemies, share the stream. I don't care. Get some people in here because we're going to be teaching some practical wisdom that you can apply to your life that's going to help you out if you're disorganized with your notes. All right. Uh, Mystic Alice said, I'm a little confused. I've been on dating apps 
but they all want the same thing. The guy who likes me, I'm not attracted to. I would love to go find our permanent home in Florida. My mom said she feels like that's where my soulmate is. I'm not sure though. Uh, Kimberly, and this is hard. Okay, Mr. Gowl. This is gonna make a bunch of people upset. <laughs> what I'm about to say. But, um, I, whatever. I tell, I will say what I believe is true, um, regardless of the repercussions. The, the, don't worry about finding a soulmate. A soulmate isn't what you should pursue. What you should pursue is making yourself the best person you can be. Be the best product you can be and attract the people that you want. How do you get sales in business? You make the best product. If you make the best product, people come to you for your product. It's the same thing with dating, okay? You want to be the best that you can be, and that will bring people into your life. You cannot go and say, um, your business can't be, I'm going to sit back, wait, relax, and do nothing until the magical person customer comes to me and tells me that even though no one else wants my product, that it's fine. You don't want that. Do you want, because then you're settling. Um, you want to invest in what you can control. So the things you can control when it comes to dating are reaching out to people and improving yourself. Now, what's this next factor? Think about it like a business. Where do I put my product at? Okay, so if I go and advertise my uh, ad out in the middle of the desert with a billboard, it's not going to get much traction, right? Even if my product's great, no one's going to really see it. In this case, we're putting our ads on a dating app, and a dating app is kind of built to attract the wrong kind of person. Um, dating apps are designed to attract people who are looking for one thing, as you found out very quickly. Um, so being a girl on there, by the way, it's like a skewed result. I think it's like eight to one on most of these apps, eight men for every one girl. So you're going to be hounded and harassed <laughs> by a lot of guys, uh, which gives a lot of uh, people positive feelings, feeling attracted, feeling wanted. However, is the guy that you want to spend the rest of your life at on a dating app or is he at a church? thought maybe you know maybe and maybe you're not a religious person maybe you're not a christian i don't want that but is the christian who you're interested in when you think about the principles a uh, person who is loyal a uh, person who is honest a uh, person or at least a person who holds those things as sacred uh, i mean as a christian you have to at least hold those things as sacred. it doesn't mean he will be obviously but the christian man holds honor loyalty, respect, truth as sacred. You put a gun to our head and say, sacrifice those things. And we're taught to say, pull the trigger. Um, so that's a pretty solid place to start. Uh, so I think that that's probably gonna be what's most beneficial for you is finding a better market to put your product. And I think that the best place to go would be um, another one you could do. So church, I think is gonna be the best place to go. However, uh, you could also go to uh, clubs, things that you have shared interest in. So if you have a hobby, go find a group that meets about that hobby. And then now you're surrounded with people who at least have a common interest. And that's a great place to start building a relationship. So 
that would be my recommendations. Don't go to bars where people are getting drunk to try and uh, meet women. Don't go to dating apps because that's where people are looking to do one thing, as you found out. Go where the people that you want in your life for the long term hang out. And you got to figure out what that is for you and then go there. And I think that you'll find that to be very beneficial. Wise Owl says she's back. Woo! Rhonda said, thank you. I'm glad to hear that that was beneficial for you. Maria says, hi! Hello, Maria. Uh, if you wish to support, thank you very much, Wise Owl. Uh, Melissa's popping off with spiritual connection as well is important. Yes, that is true. Um, what I would call that is, so that's the clubs, the clovers, the spiritual, uh, the wands. Um, making sure that the, when I, when I say spiritual connection, because spiritual connection can sometimes be a little too vague, uh, for people, it kind of gets wrapped up with some pseudo science and stuff like that. And what I want to try and do is make that concrete for you, make it very specific. So when I say spiritual connection, what I mean is, does this person share the core philosophies that I hold dear? Are these the things that I believe are sacred and true? Um, that would be what I'm looking for from a spiritual connection. And um, that means, what, do you, what are the beliefs that you would die for? And is he either neutral to those things or uh, for those things? And if he is, then that's a good connection. Versus if he's against something that you hold dear, then that's not someone you want to invest your time with because that's just a deep core philosophical difference. Um, you know, if you're a person who believes relationship should be between a man and a woman, and it should be only one man and only one woman, and there should not be any other partners involved, uh, and he is into open relationships and being with multiple people, uh, that's just not going to work. That's not a valid model. So that's what I would recommend doing in terms of a spiritual connection. I haven't found a church to go to. I am a Christian. Woo! Praise the Lord. Uh, my last church, the people were too judgmental. And that makes sense. They, that is just, that's kind of part of the game. Um, <laughs> Susan says, I got to run. My share bring, hope my shares, share brings you many people. Take care. See you soon. Oh, thank you very much, Susan. Susan, uh, did you, I don't even think I, did you let me know that you wanted a reading? Let me know, Susan. I can add you to the list or I can add you to next week or next week, tomorrow's reading as well. Let me know. It's not just a physical attraction, but on a spirit, uh, it's not just a physical attraction, but on a spirit, exactly, yeah. Looks are an important factor, but your body will do that for you. You'll know if you're attracted to someone. Um, the principal one is pretty key. All right, so with that all being said, boys and girls, let's get started with today's lecture. Today, if you struggle with disorganized notes at work and home, uh, I'm going to be teaching you a simple three-step system to organize your notes without learning any complicated systems. You don't have to spend hours filing things away. And this is a very deceptively simple method, which you will find radically improves your note-taking and instantaneously. It's just going to make your life a little bit more organized um, without much effort. So I'm going to be teaching you how to do that right now. So if you have any friends that take notes, if they're in school, if they're at work, tag them in here right now, bring them in because we're going to be giving them that wisdom and it's going to be really beneficial for them. I'll be here tomorrow night. Susan says blessings. All right, Susan. 
And Susan, when you share, please let me know in the comments that you've shared and want a reading uh, so that I make sure that I get you your reading because I don't want you to not get the reading you deserve because you are amazing when you share this stream. When you share this stream, you help me out so much, guys. Over the last month and a half, you've helped me reach over 120,000 people. Do you know how crazy that is? It's pretty crazy. So please, please uh, keep those shares up so we can keep spreading logos and wisdom to a lot of people. Now let's get started with this lesson. So how do we improve our note-taking skills instantaneously? Taking these disorganized notes and making them more organized. It's quite simple. Hey, Maria, welcome. If you're new here, you're about to learn something very useful. So the first step is a color coding system. That's right. So what you're gonna want is three pens, red, blue, and black. Also, if you wanna go advanced mode, I don't have one currently because mine died, but they also have all three of these in one clicky pen, one clicky pen. Stay with me, boys and girls. I know this sounds a little like, what does this have to do with anything? It's all gonna make sense, <laughs> all right? So you're gonna need color-coded pens. While you're taking your notes, what you're going to be doing is developing two, just two, systems. Your, your black pen is just for writing, this is for taking notes. That's how you would normally take notes, all right? Whatever you use for note-taking, that's what the black pen's for. The blue pen is for keywords. So right at the top, what you want to do is jot down two or three words that give you the gist of what would be on this paper. So it could be, for example, if I was taking notes about a marketing campaign for a client, I might put the name of the client and um, marketing Facebook. That would be my keywords, enough to just jog my memory in general of what this is about. That's the first step, the keyword system. The second step, is the red pen. The red pen is the fun pen. Up in the top of your notes, make a little skull with the red pen, draw a little skull and put a date. Now you wanna set a date for this that is in the future, so far in the future, that this note would be irrelevant. That once you have this down, that past this date, this note is obsolete, it doesn't matter anymore. And you're gonna write that on the top of your notes very clear up in the corner. That's the two systems here. So how does this work in, in practice? So you take the keyword, you're gonna put it off to the side here. You have a general idea of what this note's about. Then you have a delete key here. So this is a function that is just sitting up here and it has a date. These are now passive and you can add these to all of your notes. So while you're taking notes, at the end of a month, you're gonna just do a simple check. At the end of the month, go through all your notes. They're all cluttered around. Check the date. Is it something that is uh, past that date? Crumble it up, throw it away. It's that simple. Now you've got a system for decluttering your notes. The things that are irrelevant are now done. Those are time bombs. Crumble them up, throw them away. However, you also have the keywords on there. So you can note the keyword. And if this is something that's vitally important, you can put a signal here where, for example, I put a cross because that's the most important thing to me. So when I see a cross, 
I know, oh, this is extremely important. So if I see that date, I don't just crumble it up. I take this note and then I upload it to a digital record. I will take that, review it, and upload it to the digital record, and then I delete that by throwing it away. I've saved the archive. And so by doing this simple two-prong system, you now know when notes are worthless and they won't clutter up your desk. You also know what the gist of whatever you're reading is, and when it's important, you filed it away into a digital storage device so you'll have it forever. And that is the system, in a nutshell, is just color coding, keywords, purge. By doing that, you're going to organize your note taking a lot more, your desk is gonna be less cluttered, and it's just gonna be more useful for you so that you don't have 50 pieces of paper laying around and wait, where did that piece of paper go for the project that's over? Did I put it in this file? No, 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 it's clean, nice, and organized. And that is the system I have for you guys today. That is the way to organize your notes. It doesn't cost, well, it might cost like two bucks for a pen, but it's a fairly inexpensive system considering there's systems like Evernote out there that cost hundreds of dollars. Um, so I, I hope that you guys enjoy it and I think that that's gonna give you some benefit if you have to deal with disorganized note taking. And with that all being said, we are going to move on to the next batches of readings. We got three card readings up here. So if you'd like to get a three card reading, all you need to do is like, follow, and share the stream. When you do, you will get share an extra name and that will qualify you for the three card reading for free. Susan says, I'll be here tomorrow night. Maria says, hello, new here. Hi, TJ. I love the idea. I'm glad that you love the idea. Would you also love to get a reading? Let me know in the comments below. That felt very salesy. Oh, oh, it's almost, for someone who doesn't sell anything, I like to use uh, salesy terms. I find it fun and entertaining. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I, I enjoy the application of sales-like techniques without a product to sell. It could also be that I've been reading ad copy and David Ogilvy and stuff like that. Maria has shared. All right, Maria, you know what that means? That means you get a three-card reading right now. Let's go. Let's do this. Do, 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 do. Three-card reading. What would you like a reading? Try again in a few seconds. Be quiet, Google. You're not welcome here. We don't like your robot kinds. <laughs> um... What would you like a reading regarding, Maria? Let me know in the comments below if there's anything in particular, or I can just do a general reading for you. Oh yeah, that was a good shuffle. That was a solid, that was a healthy shuffle. Felt good, felt good about that shuffle. I like it. <laughs> One, two, and three. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad that I have entertained you with humor. Tell my comedian friends that they... <laughs> I, am, I am ruthless to comedians. I, I have quite a few friends that are comedians and magicians and comedians like to go back and forth and, and, and poke at each other. <laughs> but my favorite thing to do with comedians is to set up premises and then that's it. Just leave it hanging. Because it's, it's the ultimate way to be a bad comedian 
and it infuriates comedians to no end. It's kind of like going to a musician and playing their song, but only the first three chords and then just stopping. That's it's basically what you're doing. So, like, <laughs> what if, uh, what if, like, all right, all right, hear me out. Ants are like people, but we are the ants, man. <laughs> and you gotta you just get closer and closer to them, and you just keep smiling. Isn't that funny? It's funny, right? And they get so mad. They get so angry. They hate it. They absolutely hate it. They're like, this is just, this is not even a funny. It's not a premise. What do you, that's, there's no joke. There's no setup. There's no punchline. And they just get really, really mad. It's really fun. Um, and then the best follow-up to it is they will try to complete the thought. They will try to turn it into a joke. And then you just be like, ah, oh, that's not that funny though. <laughs> We've, we mess around with each other quite a lot. It's quite fun. Um, all right, Maria, let's get you a general reading. Maria, shared your live streams and send it to individual friends. Well, thank you very much, Melissa. Let's get you on here. Do 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 do. Melissa's reading is after Maria's. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Of course, they do have the ultimate comeback, which is, you know, our performing art actually has a career path. <laughs> Oh, it's fun. Fun times. Not anymore. Not with the beer sniffles, boys. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm being too goofy. I'm being a goofy person. Let's get back to the reading. Let's get Maria's reading going. Let's go. Let's go. I'm having a good time. All right. So, it's pronounced Myra. Myra. Oh, okay. All right. My apologies. By the way, I was pronouncing, oh gosh, I can't remember it again, Dionysus' name wrong all day. It's not Dionysus. It's Diogenes. It's Diogenes. So I was uh, pronouncing that entirely wrong the entire last stream. So my apologies for only reading and not listening. <laughs> With this all being said, let's get started here. All right, looking into the past for Myra, we have the Ace of Diamonds. So the Ace of Diamonds is, a, in the past here, that's about a new journey. That's starting a new physical pursuit. This could be a new um, physical relationship with someone, like starting to date someone. This could also be a new job or a new income source. Um, so that's what the Ace of Diamonds is all about. So it's the start of something new. It doesn't mean something being growing or flourishing. It's just the start of something new um, in the material realm. So what we're seeing here is in the past, you started something new. Locking up into the present, we see the Five of Spades showing up. So the Five of Spades is a disruption in the way that you're thinking. So this new pursuit that you've gone on has really changed the way that you think. You're getting a lot of new wisdom and getting a lot of information that uh, is just changing the way that you view the world. You're, you're getting data you didn't know. So you're learning a lot from this new thing that you've started. However, because it's disrupted, it is a little chaotic. You're feeling a little stressed. You're feeling a little discombobulated ups and downs a little all over the place so that's where we're kind of seeing with the five of spades here is that disruption coming into play now if we move into the future the good news is we see the eight of diamonds so the eight of diamonds is about advancement in the material so the good news is 
this new thing that you started, while right now is causing you a lot of distress because it's learning new things, you got this learning curve, you're trying to keep up, that's kind of stressful. It leads to the point where you're actually going to advance in this material sense because you're pursuing it. So it's worth going through with, it's worth going in. If this is a material relation, if this is like a job, this means, hey, I started a new job, I'm learning a lot, and it's gonna produce results. If this is a relationship, uh, hey, we started a new relationship, I'm learning a lot about myself and about this person, but this new information I'm gathering about them, learning about them is going to benefit me and grow the relationship. So that is the trajectory philosophically that we see you on right now. Myra, I hope that that was uh, beneficial for you. I hope that, does that give you some insights? Let me know if that's sounding accurate for you in the comments below and let me know. And uh, I hope that that gave you some insights and we're gonna move right along to Melissa. Melissa, you're getting a reading right now. Do, 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 do. Melissa, what would you like reading regarding, Melissa? You have anything in particular? Anything you'd like to do? Let me know in the comments below, and we will get that reading going for you right away. And of course, Myra, let me know if the uh, reading was beneficial for you and gave you some insights. That'll be helpful as well. It's a rough internet night, boys and girls. <laughs> yes, I'm starting a new business with my mom. Thank you so much. Yes, woo! Glad to hear that that was super accurate for you. Glad to hear that it gave you some insights and was beneficial. Woo, that's awesome. I love it when the serendipitousness of this is profoundly accurate. The synchronicities, as Carl Jung would call them, are fascinating. I'm very grateful for a reading. In general, please. All right, Melissa, let's do this. Let's get Melissa a reading. Thank you for being grateful for this reading. Melissa, we'll try it again. We'll try it. Let's go for two for two. You guys want to go for two for two? This is going to be, t I don't know. I don't know. We can go for two for two. Let's try two for two. All right, Melissa, if it doesn't work, if it doesn't work, you're not allowed to, uh, you're not allowed to be mad at me, okay? All right, that's the rule. That's the rule. Can't be mad at me. One card, no looking. Put it over here, face down, face down. That's the future card. Face up, face up, okay? We're good. Keep that in frame so that you guys can see it the whole time. We're good? All right, all right. <laughs> We're gonna try and predict what this card is based on the past and the present. This is what I was telling you about how to predict, how do I quote unquote predict things if I'm not a psychic and I don't see the future, blah, blah, blah. It's by looking at patterns, by looking at what's happened in the past, looking at where you're at in the present, finding out what the core foundations are from the material, the emotional, the spiritual, and the logical, I can then make predictions about what's to come. That's how it works. I couldn't be mad at you while I'm glad. <laughs> Let's try this out. All right, so looking into the past here, we're seeing the death card showing up. So this is the end of a cycle. This is the end of um, a phase, a journey, a chapter in your life. Um, this is not a bad card. 
this is often thought of as a bad card. This is not a negative thing. This doesn't mean bad luck. This does not mean a curse. This simply means the end of a chapter, which leaves the ground nice and fertile for something new to grow out. So we're seeing a loss here in the past that's setting the groundwork for some real Ooh, bye, internet. Sorry, bye, internet. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome. Uh, hope you guys had fun while the internet was out. Um, I could... <laughs> Sorry about that. So uh, the three of hearts. So the three of hearts, growth in emotions. So this is about um, your feelings, your emotions, your loved ones growing. And so this loss that we have here, this ending chapter in the past has left the ground nice and fertile for you to grow emotionally, to grow uh, closer to your family, your loved ones, your relationships, and your own emotional well-being, improving your own self-confidence and just growing forth. So we're seeing a time here that is growing and it's the result of a loss in the past. So we see the loss in the past leading to this state where we're growing now. Um, now it's important to note this is the three of hearts. So the three of hearts is not a um, what would you say, immediate, it's not immediately, you're not, you haven't attained anything, you haven't advanced, you haven't uh, reached the end, it's just you're in the state now where that new emotion, that new bond has grown, so it's, it's the, the seed that is now sprouted, and it's important to note that during that time, uh, that's vulnerability, the three growing is a time when you're most vulnerable so it's important to focus on your core principles to have your philosophical foundations during this time because this can be a little crazy so with this being said what does this predict for what would i predict is going to be the card to look for in the future what is the advice that you need to be in the right trajectory towards truth based on this philosophy Looking at this, what I'm thinking is stability. So stability is going to be a four. So of stability, the problem that I'm trying to figure out here is it's between do you need stability of thought? Do you need to have a solid foundation? My heart is drawn to spiritual. I'm thinking four of clubs, four of wands. That's the spiritual foundation. So that's about having solid groundwork so that when these emotions fluctuate, when these painful memories from the past come back up, do we have a rock to fall onto? However, there's also an argument that could be made from the logical perspective, which is what we really need to do is get, get, get our core principles down. What are the systems that we run in our head that work? And then how can we apply those? So that's the other angle of this. So with that being said, I'm thinking that this card here is going to be either a thinking four of thinking four of clubs I know ah, no <laughs> it's the four of spades the four of spades dang it oh that's that's tilting that's rough 
All right, well, four of spades. Well, you know what? We talked a little bit about that. Oh, that's gonna that's gonna bother me. <laughs> oh man. Okay, okay. Four of spades, though. So four of spades is about a uh, grounding, a foundation of knowledge, a foundation of wisdom, learning the systems that you use to help you grow your emotions and get really good at those skill sets. So figure out how you got to this point where you're growing. Figure out what is benefiting you in this growth. Figure out what those core th activities you're doing are that are benefiting you and then make that consistent. Keep applying those and improving on those. That's what the four of spades would represent in this particular system. Eve, my first reading I had with you, the death card was the first card. The second card was a a two. You're spot on. Wow, that is crazy. It's, it's, it's funny. It's like I mean, I would believe you. I would totally believe you. Hey, Naomi. Hey, Naomi, you need to get your reading because I know that you are in a funny time zone and have some difficult schedules. So let's get your reading going here right after Melissa's here. We're just wrapping up. So uh, let me know what you'd like a reading about in the comments below and we'll get your reading going. Uh, thank you for reaching out to me through DMs though. And I want to make sure that we get that for you. It's glitching on me again. Yeah, the internet's rough today, unfortunately. But if you will uh, stay strong and let me know in the comments below, we will get your reading going. Um, so yeah, the, <laughs> that's awesome to hear that it was accurate, but I do believe that because, so you have this thing in the past that's holding back and, um, not even holding back. It's just, it's a, it's a powerful, it's a powerful moment that occurred. And now you're at the two, so you made a choice and now you've grown. So, or, or hear me out or, or hear me out. It could crash everything. Um, <laughs> Let's see, I think that might work a little bit better. Um, maybe. Maybe a little bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, Naomi, what would you like a reading regarding? Let me know in the comments below. What would you like some insight about? Let's get you the info that you need. And let's get the reading going for you. Also, if there was any uh, information in the DMs that I need to know, let me know. Like if I gave you a code word or anything, or uh, if there was a topic that you're like, hey, just by the way, this is a topic. I get a lot of messages and a lot of emails, so um, do not expect me to just remember it. <laughs> I, I can't do that. I've dedicated my mind to memorizing 52 cards with books. It, 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 there's not much space left up here, okay? <laughs> Uh, let me know in the comments below what you'd like a reading about Naomi. It's a beautiful name. Uh, Melissa says, thank you. I am so appreciative and you're spot on. I'm actually psychic and do readings myself. Awesome, Melissa. Well, I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I am not a psychic. I am a wizard. Uh, I use archetypical story, philosophy, magic, and illusions. That's how I am able to do what I do. Um, it's about logos philosophy and truth so i have memorized that information but that's awesome to hear and uh thank you for letting me give you a reading thank you for the share and i hope that you enjoy melissa and come on back let's have some fun wise owl says it boots me i'll be here as long as facebook lets me yeah i know facebook's kind of a jerk kind of a jerk naomi um, what would you like reading regarding Naomi? Let me know in the comments below. Let's get your reading going. Let's do this. Do 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 Naomi. Naomi. 
Let's get your reading going. Oh, my internet is rough. My internet is so rough right now. It's not Facebook this time, guys. It's 100%. It's 100% the internet. Love in general. All right, Naomi. Let's get you a love in general reading going right now. I think that's it. Sweet. All right. And if you want more information, Naomi, you can always come back for another stream where you can get a three-card reading by sharing the stream. Or you can get a paid 10-card reading by going to paypal.me forward slash askawizard where you can support the stream financially by paying whatever you think a reading is worth. There you can get a 10-card reading or you can simply support what you love. I appreciate that too. And with that being said, we're going to get Naomi's reading going. Let's do this. Do 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 do. Naomi. Ooh, my hands tell me to cut. All right. figure out it's one of the it's one of these three cards i don't know which one it is let me where's my i don't know which card you need let's see here just this is not a spirit i am not summoning spirits or ghosts or any of that i'm using my autonomic nervous system to communicate with my subconscious to figure out which card i think that she should get okay no ghost Circle for yes, please. Okay. There it is. All right, sweet. Cool. Thank you very much. Sorry, yours, Naomi, you've got some interesting information here. I don't know what it... <laughs> yes. Oh, I'm glad. Wow, that's my favorite card. Naomi, you are in for a treat. You have a wonderful life ahead, and I am excited to see it. It's not, any, it's not necessarily easy. It's not necessarily all happy and positive and rainbow sunshines. But we have a fun, fun, fun experience to talk about. All right, so looking into the past, we see the Jack of Wands. So the Jack of Wands is about taking action on... One second here, let me just see what that was. All right. Um, sorry, I just saw a comment by. I wanted to make sure I didn't miss something important there. Um, so the Jack of Wands is about taking action on the spiritual. So this is about... Um, this also kind of represents the dreamy guy coming into our life. This isn't the one that we're married to yet, but the guy that we'd want to date and maybe marry in the future. So this is kind of the, um, the young uh, guy who is mysterious and aloof. Uh, the movie archetype that comes to mind is uh, the, the sparkly vampire guy from the, the Twilight movies. That's that, this character, the marriage version of that is the Jack Sparrow type, of course. Um, though there's a bit difference in their personality, but that archetype is what we're talking about here. So it's the dreamy, aloof, mysterious, adventurous, spontaneous kind of guy. Um, we're seeing that showing up here in the past as maybe this is something that we wanted to take action on. Like this was our type. This is the kind of person we're looking for in our life. And that's what we're trying to go after. Now, moving into the present, 
we see the Eight of Hearts. So the Eight of Hearts is about advancement in emotions. So tying in with your love, uh, love and emotions and feelings here, what this is telling me is maybe this particular type of guy is uh, your affection for that kind of guy is growing. You're, you're really liking that type of person and you're seeing that that attraction is growing here. Um, is this sounding accurate for you? Is this giving you the insights you're looking for, Naomi? I want to make sure that I'm giving you helpful information that's beneficial for you. Um, and if not, I can adjust the philosophers accordingly and make sure that I'm giving you the information that you need. I'm going to put that back until, until you let me know. <laughs> let me know in the comments below. Is this the relationship? Love. Wisdom. Philosophy. Archetypical knowledge that you pursue and indeed need, Naomi. Let me know in the comments below. My husband has just ended. I mean, oof, yeah. Okay, so that's making a lot of sense there. Wow. Oh, that's rough, Naomi. That's really rough. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's painful. However, however, the future holds new things. And that's why I was excited when I turned over that card where we pulled out the pendulum amongst three cards. Three cards chosen from 52. That's actually more. It's 54 because there's the archetypical cards in there as well. So the chances of us pulling this card are very unlikely. And yet, the card that we see in the future here is the Fool. The Fool is the start of a new adventure. It's the end of one chapter, which... Or, no, it's not the end of one chapter at all. No, it's it's the start of a new journey. It's the beginning of a story. It's the, this is not the end, this is the beginning. You're still in your hobbit hole. You're a little hobbit in your hole, and a wizard is going to take you out and throw you on your adventure. And that's what the fool is all about. This is an archetypical card. This is the beginning of your story, the beginning of a new hero's journey. Um, this is not the end. This is a new beginning. So... Take that into consideration. This is a painful time. This is hurt. This is hard. This is, is awful, objectively. And I get that. But understand that you can choose to take that pain and transmute it into a new journey, into a new story, into a new adventure. And so that's where you're at right now, Naomi, is the ability to begin something new to transform and to learn and to grow and to become something better than what you once were. And you can't change other people. You can't control other people, but you can control yourself. And that is the story that's before you now. You get to start a new journey. You get to transform and become something greater than what you once were. So take that journey and you will find success. Would Lud want if drawn? Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. No problem, Naomi. And uh, come on back. This is what the owls do. We talk philosophy. We talk archetypical story. We read. We try to improve. We try to grow. We follow our hero's journey. And that's what I do here Monday through Friday at 9 p.m. for everyone. Uh, people come here to not listen to nonsense news, not to listen to stupid memes, not to listen to who hates who and what this person's saying about that person. We, we get away from all that crap. And instead, we focus on growing, 
learning and what is true and how to better ourselves and how to become better people. So that's what the Parliament of Owls is about. That's what Ask a Wizard Stream is about. So come on back, Naomi, and welcome. I hope that this is beneficial for you. I hope it gave you some insight, and I'm really sorry to hear that. And you'll get through it. I believe in you. You're on a new story. You're on a new journey. Take advantage of it. You're going you're gonna to be amazed at what you can do. All right, let's close up that reading here. Nirid says, hello, hello, Nirid. Amanda says, your voice is so soothing. Thank you, Amanda. I appreciate that. If you would like a three-card reading, yes, I will be back. Awesome, Naomi. I look forward to seeing you again soon. Uh, yes, Amanda, uh, I already said I was doing my last reading for today, but I'll do one for you, Amanda. We'll give you, we'll, we'll do a quick one. How about, we'll do a special bonus one. You're amazing. I honestly feel you're psychic and have psychic abilities, but I respect your belief. No problem at all, Melissa. Um, I, I guess I wouldn't disagree, um, necessarily. What I do is I worship truth. So I only communicate with logos, truth, uh, the divine. I, I don't want anything to do with any other spirits. Um, I'm an ENTP. Uh, that's a Myers-Briggs personality type. So I'm strategic in my thought processes, which is it's not so much a, a religious belief as it is a pragmatic one. Why would I go to uh, an angel or a demon or a spirit who has ulterior motives and is weak in comparison to truth when I could just go to truth? And that's, you know, Christianity. Christianity is the worship of truth. So I want truth as my foundation. I want logos as my foundation because the truth doesn't want anything other than truth. And so, and it's never going to change. It's never going to bend. It's never going to ask for more than truth. So I go to truth because it's the most powerful it is the most consistent, and it's the only one I can trust. So that's why I trust truth, among a whole host of other reasons. But that is one compelling argument. <laughs> I have a universal truth. I do not have a universal belief, that's for sure. I, there's the majority of things that I'm like, no, no. Uh, some of which include atheists. Atheists are very poor at philosophy. They are not good at thinking, uh, because if they were, they wouldn't be atheists. You can't. You can't. Just read my blog. Read my blog about Nietzsche. It will tell you why you're a silly person. And I have been a silly person since 4000 BC or something like that. Uh, what? Why, why are you doing that? No, don't pop that up. Uh, Amanda, let's give her a special reading. All right, Amanda, this isn't going to be a full reading because I have done my last reading for the day. Also, my phone is at 5% battery. So uh, I'm going to do a little special one here. And uh, we tried it yesterday. I don't know if this is going to work. I can't guarantee it, but I can guarantee that the reading will be beneficial for you, okay? So basically what we're going to do is... Um, I'm going to test you through the internet. We're going to see how psychic you can be, and we're going to give it a shot, okay? I'm going to pull one card out here. All right. Amanda, are you here? Are you here? I want you to think of a card in your mind. Now, don't go and pick the Ace of Spades or the Queen of Diamonds, okay? I want you to pick a card that's much, bam, 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 much lower than that, okay? I want you to see that card bleed into your mind right now, okay? You have a card that's in your mind um, that it's not like a generic card that everyone has. 
and you're holding it in your thoughts. Now, what I want to do is figure out what card did you think of? Now, I haven't looked at this card and you haven't looked at this card. Uh, what card came to your mind? Let me know in the comments below. I enjoyed it too, Wise Owl. Now you're going to find out that it's not 100% and it legitimately... It, I, I'm just legitimately doing it. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> so when this goes wrong... So the two of hearts, okay. So you're thinking the two of hearts. So there's 52 cards in this deck. And you thought of one. I put it out here. I haven't looked at the card yet. You haven't looked at the card yet. But you just thought of a card in the deck. If you were off by one or two, that'd be pretty insane, right? If you got it exactly, that'd be even crazier. Let's see how accurate it is. So the two of hearts represents... Or it's just kind of... Uh, two, three, do you want to go with the average? Try that. You got a two, you got a four. This coming into my gifts, laugh out loud. Two, four, uh, the average would be three. Do you want to go with, uh, of those, do you want to give, here, we'll get, do you want to give me the two? Or uh, we have a two, a three, a, a two, a three, and a four. That works for me? All right, all right. Well, I was trying to do some funny games. All right, we'll go with three then. All right, so three of hearts. So the Three of Hearts uh, is about growth and emotions. So if that's the card that came to your mind, and regardless of whether or not this is that card or not, it's not important. What's important is the card that came to your mind right now. Three of Hearts is about advancing in your emotions. So what this is saying is right now you're in a space in your life where you want to pursue your growing of the, the real, the love, the, the, the feelings of trust, of logos or not logos sorry not eros specifically like the the attraction of the relationship but the the love the emotion the the uh the plutonic love the the real strong feelings that are outside of the physical level that doesn't mean that those aren't important to you it's just saying that right now that's what you really want to focus on growing so with that all being said I pulled out a random card. You thought of a card. You just came up with a card. In fact, you changed your mind a few times and arrived at three of hearts. Let's see how accurate you were. Three of hearts. <laughs> That's amazing, Amanda. Great job, Amanda. Wow, look at that. You nailed it. You nailed it. It's fantastic. Good work, Amanda. What a legend. What a legend. Wow. Spot on. You did it. Well, I'm, I'm hoping... <laughs> hope, uh, that's incredible. Wow. Good work. That's two for three today. Well, okay. One of the ones that I did today. One of the ones I got off by one. Come on. That's not that bad, is it? That is amazing. It is amazing. I'm glad to hear that that was beneficial for you. And I'm glad it gave you some insights and nailed it. I actually picked a three of hearts when you asked her to pick one. Wow. Look at that. That's crazy. Look at that. That's nuts. Well, you might want to focus on that too, Naomi. Is the If that's what you're drawn to, it could be it. Um, awesome. Well, guys, uh, with that being said, that's the last reading. Uh, Melissa picked two of hearts. You were off by only one, Melissa. That's not too bad at all. Two of hearts being about um, a choice regarding emotions. So that's basically saying, hey, I have an emotional choice that I need to make. Um, and I don't know what the choice is going to be. 
no problem, Amanda. I hope that that was beneficial for you. Come on back, join again. Let's get some more readings going for you. Uh, make sure that you like, follow, and share so that you guys can get three card readings for free. And also, you can help support me by going to paypal.me forward slash ask a wizard. That's uh, pinned at the top there where you can pay whatever you think a reading is worth and get one now. We are finished up with the three card readings for today. However, we're going to open up the stream to some Q&A now. Just if you've got any questions regarding that lesson that we talked about, disorganized note taking, being fixed instantaneously with a organization system, some practical applicable logos, um, or anything that you want to talk about at all, it's time to ask a wizard. Let's get going. Amanda says she will definitely be back. Awesome. Awesome. And while we wait for those comments to flow on in for the Q&A, I am going to pop off with a little Aesop's Fable like we love to do when we close out the stream. I don't know if we like to do. I like to do. I, I, I enjoy Aesop's Fable. Okay. Maybe, maybe if other people don't enjoy it too much, I will I'll eventually not do Aesop's Fables. <laughs> but I enjoy I, I think it's important to get valuable wisdom from the past to people um the old woman and the doctor an old woman became almost totally blind from a disease of the eyes and after consulting a doctor made an agreement with him in the presence of witnesses that she should pay him a high fee if he cured her while if he failed he was to receive nothing the doctor accordingly prescribed a course of treatment, and every time he paid her, her a visit, he took away with him some article of the house. Until at last, when he visited her for the last time and the cure was complete, there was nothing left. When the old woman saw that the house was empty, she refused to pay him his fee, and after repeated refusals on her part, he sued her before the magistrates for payment of her debt. On being brought into court, she was ready with her defense. The claimant, said she, has stated the fact about our agreement correctly. I undertook to pay him a fee if he cured me, and he, on his part, promised to charge nothing if he failed. Now he says I am cured, but I say that I am blinder than ever, and I can prove what I say. When my eyes were bad, I could at any rate see well enough to be aware that my house contained a certain amount of furniture, and other things, but now, when according to him I am cured, I am entirely unable to see anything at all. He who plays a trick must be prepared to take a joke. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. Well, I mean, that's the dynamic between a magician and a magician and a comedian, right there, right? He who does a trick must be prepared for a joke, and I, I enjoy myself a good joke, so I, I hope that I am prepared accordingly. Let's see here. All right, let's read the comments from the Q&A. Tyler, would you consider what you do to be cartomancy? No, I am not uh, doing any form of magic with a K. Um, magic uh, or divination of any sort. I go to truth. I go to truth and truth alone. Um, I don't want any of my own will involved, and I'm not interested in the opinions or thoughts of spirits or angels or demons. I don't care what any of them have to say. Um, I am simply memorizing truth that I've read from philosophy. Philosophy is the pursuit of truth. 
and the truth that I arrive at through archetypical story, and most importantly, the Bible. Um, that's my foundation. So I have truth, and then I just memorize it with this deck. So I, it's a memory palace. This Each piece of information here is a memory palace. And then I use magic and illusion to help uh, facilitate the learning process for people. So I'm uh, essentially following like what Plato taught, which is uh, to demonstrate, to, to give people wisdom that is practical and applicable to the public. Uh, that's the lecture. And then bring people in through um, the entertainment factor. That's the magic, the illusion. And then humbly ask for payment based on how valuable they thought the advice was. And then that's how I know I'm doing a good job and that I'm being paid what I am uh, worth. And so that, that's what I'm trying to do there is it's not a cardomancy, it's not divination, it's no spiritual communication at all. That's that's how I do it. Do, 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 do. Christina says, hi. I say hello back, Christina. Your move. Your description of two of hearts is exactly what I'm experiencing. You're spot on. I'm glad to hear that that was accurate for you. Just curious. I hope you didn't mind. No, not at all, Claire. I love when people ask questions because my stream is literally called Ask a Wizard. Do you know how absurd it would be if my stream was called Ask a Wizard and I didn't like when people asked me a question. <laughs> that would be terrible. That would be a, I would have made a very big business mistake. <laughs> Are you drawn to like, oh, Melissa, you're not going to like this at all, but I am not a fan of Chinese philosophy at all. Um, I think that it is horrendous. I think that the Eastern philosoph philosophical systems are more or less just complete garbage. <laughs> the one thing, the one thing that they got really, really well is strategy. They, their, their strategy is fantastic. I will not deny that. The Art of War is the book on strategy, um, but everything else after that is just, and that's not necessarily philosophy, but it's practical wisdom. Um, it, it's not valid at all. Like, so the, the secret is to be balanced. Oh, okay, so if society's going well and everyone's happy, what we need is a genocide, you know, to balance things out, right? We can't have things being too good. It's like, no, of course not. That makes no sense. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no problem at all. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just, it, it's philosophically inconsistent. Or finding the, the magical middle. It's, um, you know, it's about the, the Zen balance between good and evil. N no, uh, what Aristotle derived was the Aristotelian mean. So what is the Aristotelian mean? It's when you take a core principle, when you take a um, construct of ethics, of something that is a higher cause, that's where you pursue the, the middle. And that's the Aristotelian, Aristotelian mean. So it's a little bit more advanced. Um, not a little bit more. It's extraordinarily more advanced. <laughs> Aristotle is so advanced that I believe Aristotle will probably have figured out everything that we've discovered. We just haven't figured out that he figured it out already. <laughs> He's, the dude's nuts, man. I just finished reading Categories, and it's like the most useful book I've ever read, and it's only 24 pages, and it took me about three months to get through it, and I'm pretty sure I only understand like half of it. <laughs> maybe, maybe half. Um, it, it's... He's just too smart. It's, it's scary. 
So yeah, no, not not too big of a fan on Eastern philosophy, unfortunately. Um, I'm a fan of truth, though. I really like truth. And, and that's not to say that all of Eastern philosophy is not good. I'm sure that there's stuff out there you can find that's very practical and useful. It's just the, the core tenets that I've seen um, just seem very easy to falsify. It's like atheism. Atheism is a nonsense philosophy. Because show me where zero equals one. Anybody? Zero equals one? Show me it in nature. Show me an example. I just want to know when zero equals one. Because to believe in atheism, you have to believe zero equals one. Doesn't exist. It's not real. It's a mathematical impossibility. It's what Aristotle discovered. It's what Plato discovered. It's what Socrates discovered. It's what Thomas Aquinas discovered. Um, zero can't equal one. It's not possible. Sorry. <laughs> now you have to deal with the bigger problem, which is... Which religion are you going to choose? <laughs> so yeah, that's it. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you had some fun. We're going to close up the stream here. Um, this is a fun stream. This is a good stream. Even with the internet. Even with the rough internet. I think we had a lot of good stuff coming up here. Only in binary maths. Yes, exactly. So in abstract maths. Uh, unfortunately, those abstracted maths aren't... Uh,